Everybody got quiet when I said we were live. <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that every every Sunday. We're live. See if you, see if you guys will be quiet. She's sleeping probably. I just saw somebody pull up. Jacob. No, he usually pulls that way. This one pulled Jacob. this way. Jacob. That's my husband's. Oh, pass it over here. You don't want any nasty stuff. The freeway is actually really good, so there's no. It looks like a. I was going to say macaroni. Did you get that from Kathy? No. Oh, looks pretty good. She gave me some. Got it out of the box. Oh. I can't do it. The smell of it is good. Oh. Is that the cheeseburger one? She's we pregnant. are live. If you cook it, <laughs> she's if pregnant. You, if you cook the hamburger and, and then just get a box of mac and cheese and dump it in there and then throw a little Velveeta in with it, it comes out so good. Everything's good with Velveeta. <laughs> when I was a kid, I liked the um, the pizza one. <laughs> oh, they had a pizza like helper. The stroganoff one. Yeah, it's all right. We like that. But I don't. Anyway. No. <laughs> and then you put peas in it. Right. Peas are awesome. Nasty. And we are live. So, nasty. so, good afternoon. Good afternoon. People from the online universe. Is it afternoon? Good morning. In other it is countries. afternoon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good evening. It's it is sometime afternoon. So. The sun went down already. But, we're going to be in Mark, but we're going to start... In First Corinthians thirteen thirteen. Yep. But before we hit there, just a friendly reminder to everyone online that wants to come. We're having men and women's Bible study Saturday. I had to remember for a second. Huh? Yeah, this Saturday. Thank you for reminding me. You're welcome. <laughs> See, even people who aren't online get remembered. Um, it's going to be at 9 o'clock. So, if you want to be here, be here. Yeah. Be here or be rectangular. Yeah, rectangular. And uh, on the 31st, we're going to have our annual Harvest Fest. So, we need... Oh, and a potluck on the 22nd, by what I heard. Yeah. So we got a lot of stuff going on the rest of this month. Yeah. Oh so, yeah. Come and bring your friends, bring your neighbor, bring your neighbor's friends, bring everybody. You know that. Sarah, the kids. Yeah. Hey, what day is the public? The twenty second. Oh, I didn't know that. That's a Sunday. Yeah. Right after. Is that when we want to cook that meat in the freezer? Yeah. Okay. That's a preparation day for the. Like a, probably a final preparation for the harvest. Oh, okay. No, it won't be the last. Sunday. No, we still have the one more Sunday after. Okay. Hello, Roger. Hello, Roger. Hello, Roger. Hello, you wonderful people. Hello, second viewer. <laughs> Mr. Roger. Alright, and Jacob's probably just not joining us online at one point so that he can listen to us. So. He should be like 10 minutes. On his way here. I saw the Lord. Now, and he heard oh, and let's he pray in. And he heard my oh, cry. 
Oh. <laughs> Let's pray it. Dear Heavenly Father, we just... Lord, thank you for this time. Lord, thank you for the people here. And Lord, we ask that you would just take away all distractions, Lord. Help us to be one in your spirit, Lord, and to keep you center of our mind during this study, Lord. And help us just to hear your voice as we study through this. Help us to know what you want us to get out of this, Lord. Speak it, Lord. Speak through us and speak to us, Lord. And Lord, just we ask these things in your name. In Jesus' name we say. Amen. 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 So starting in uh, 1 Corinthians 13, 13. I know Jacob wants other people reading it too. So if anyone wants to read it, if not, I can read it. No one else wants to read it? Or are we going to be in Mark? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 129. But we're going to start at 1 Corinthians 13, 13. Can I read it, Jerry? No, not really. Okay. You'll read it? Yeah, I'll read it. Okay. My book says... Oh, yeah, we, I remember this. <laughs> <laughs> My book says, three things will last forever. Faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of this is love. Love. And I think Jacob just pulled up, too. So. What's love got to do? Got to do? <laughs> yes. That's uh, Tina Turner. And someone else just pulled up. Yeah. That's Tina Turner. Yeah. It ain't so, second hand emotion. We are live, so we got to uh, keep it. Focused. No, keep it focused because they hear many. Yeah. It's okay. I was only saying that because online, when they hear like multiple things, it's like, oh, I hear this and this and this and this. You can concentrate on just one conversation when you're listening online. I, I've listened online, yeah, it's kind of, kind yeah. of chaotic. We went from three to five now. So we have four identifies. Who are you? Hello. 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 Hi, girls. You say goodbye, and I say, say hello. 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 <laughs> the Beatles. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> we got here just in time. We were just about to start reading Mark. Just prayed in. Yeah, we prayed in and read First Corinthians thirteen thirteen. Nice. <laughs> He's not Justin. Jacob. I know that's Jacob. He's oh. Justin. Well, his last name's Time, apparently. <laughs> All right. All right. Who wants to read? I said, Anyone want to read for us? Hi. I'm going to read. Is that what you want to read? Hi, sister. We're going to stop at 34. All right. right on. And so, oh, check you out. You need to sit over here by me. <laughs> okay, oh. I brought a friend. Oh, praise God. Start reading now. Come on, yeah. friend. All right. All right. Oh. She's, start. She's reading. Mark 129. Wait. Audrey. After Jesus left the synagogue with James and John, they went to Simon and Adam. Now Simon's mother-in-law was sick in bed with a high fever. They told Jesus about 
about her right away. So he went to her bedside, took her by the hand, and helped her sit up. Then the fever left her, and she prepared a meal for them. That evening, after sunset, many sick Move your chair this way, people were brought Give her to her sit right there. Okay. The whole town gathered at the door to watch. So Jesus healed many people who were sick with the various diseases and cast out many demons. But because of the demons, knew who he was, he did not allow them to speak. Yes. You have to start over. Can you do this for I was just about to say that. And where are we? Mark 29. Mark 29. Okay. I'm sorry, no but you have to do that again. Okay. Okay. Mark 29. Hold on. So. Before you start again, hold on. Let's play charge. Okay. Thank you. We pray in again. I'm going to call this chaos. It's okay. Okay. It's not kale. Okay. So we're in Mark 1, 29. After Jesus left the synagogue with James and John, they went to, the, to Simon and Andrew's home. Now Simon's mother-in-law was sick in bed with a high fever. They told Jesus about her right away. So he went to her first bedside, took her by the hand, and helped her sit up. Then the fever left her, and she prepared a meal for them. That evening, after sunset, Many sick and demon-possessed people were brought to Jesus. The whole town gathered at the door to watch. So Jesus healed many people who were sick with the various disease, and he cast out many demons. But because of the demons knew he, who he was, he did not allow them to speak. Thank you, sisters. So, um, you want to share with what you got? Um, he's, at that time, that moment, he started, uh, uh, what I took it, um, he healed the, he started doing his um, miracles and, and, you know, removing the demons, demonic spirits, but because he, he had the authority to heal, and to tell that the demons do not speak. In other words, you stay quiet. Uh, it's pretty straightforward. Okay, it's straightforward, yeah. I mean, there's probably more. There's, there's a little bit more, but it's like, you kind of got to know a little bit of the Old Testament for it. You know, because this is what people are looking for. And, uh, Oh. They're looking for the Messiah. Like, I said people that were gathering who needed to be healed and stuff. You know, they were starting to have faith. Right. Hope that they were Right. So. so you say the Old Testament. Yeah, so, so, that. so they're looking for. They're looking for. People have been waiting generation for the Messiah at this point. And they're looking for, I guess, like a worldly proof. From what's going on, so um, that's why later he calls, it, he calls everybody an adulterous generation looking for yeah for um, miracles instead of just living by their faith. Which the people that are being saved—I mean, not saved, but uh, healed from the demons—that it's their faith that's uh, healing them. But. Um, but th these are just the signs that he's healing all these people. It's supposed to be like a sign to show that. Isn't it their faith that allows Jesus to heal them? 
Yeah. It's her faith in him, yeah. Yeah, him. Mm-hmm. Because they because they knew because you said the old testament, right? The prophets. Yeah, they're, 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 they're looking so for they're the looking signs. for the signs. Yeah. 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 So they're looking for signs of Miracles the signs Right. And, and, and this is not the first time that someone's came out and proclaimed that they're the Messiah. You know, they dealt with this uh, quite a few times in this era. Thank you. No. There were other people doing that? There were I mean, other people that proclaimed they, that they, they were the were. Messiah. So There's people doing it today. Yeah. yeah. Did not perform the miracles that he performed. So, so he's doing things that that are getting the people curious. To bring them close uh, to them, you know, to to him. So, like people were like sorcery back then, because that's what they call it in the Bible, right? Witchcraft, Witchcraft sorcery. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure, and like sleight of hand and stuff like that. Um, uh, because the things that are healing these people is their faith, like you said, you know, and, and and these are just signs to show that the Messiah has actually come, you know. So. These things, these people get healed, and where do they go? They go, they go. Oh, well, I just got healed. I'm gonna go tell everybody who this guy is, you know. And so it, it's sparking that that beginning of um, what is to come, you know. Uh, the time to start is starting. So now, now there's going to be some type of uh, following from it, just like before, just just like us today. Like the people who proclaim they're the Messiah. Uh, there's a following for those people, mm-hmm. you know. But so it's like the different religions, right? Well, in, in a sense, like the cult, more of the cults. The cults, like more of the cults instead of the different religions. There's a handful of um, churches out there where where the guys come claiming to be Jesus. A handful of them, and some of them are pretty pretty large. Um, the one in Russia, the one in China. Yeah. Those are huge churches. Yeah, there's one in Florida too. Florida, and it has a couple satellite churches. It's big. Mm-hmm. One in um, Puerto Rico or the Philippines. <laughs> it's a P island. Guan. <laughs> 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 Guan. We had a friend that day. Yeah, probably Guan. Yeah. I think so. We had a friend from Guan. Yeah. Now, so they. What's that little big old belly that you, know, you go do your nails? Oh, is, that, is that like a sorcery? No, I don't no, know. That's, that's, that's a, an idol. A that's self-righteous just, law of all that's, that's an idol. You need to read uh, Jeremiah 23. Oh, I got it. Okay, let me get that. Um, what is it, Jeremiah <laughs> <laughs> Exactly where you're reading. <laughs> no, it's one of those things I read today. I was... The one thing I wanted to, the one thing I took from it, huh? The great Yeah, we did angry that because it was a thing that they worship with their own, that they made with their own hands. Right. Um, one of the things that I took away from this, and it's powerful for me because I actually saw it happen. Um, you said something about uh, miracles, right? Mm-hmm. You know, the greatest miracle that a Christian will ever experience is knowing Christ. That is the greatest miracle because it changes your whole life, changes everything about you, and it gives you eternal life. And um, I've seen miracles, but it still doesn't compare to knowing him. Uh, one day, and I have no idea, it, I didn't even read this till later, okay? This same scripture we're on. But I had a friend who was, uh, they were an older couple, uh, they're carters, 
and uh, uh, he kept saying, my wife's so sick, I don't know if she's going to make it. You know, I don't know if she's going to make it. And I go, oh, man. And I kept asking, and so did others, can we come visit her? Can we? She's so sick, we don't know, you know. And um, she was still at home, though. An older, older, older couple. So I said, you know what? I'm going to that house no matter what and knocking on that door. If he doesn't let me in, he doesn't let me in, you know. So I went and I knocked on the door. I was a young Christian. I just got saved maybe a year in or something. But I went and I knocked on the door. And I went because God was be being so real to me. He was becoming alive to me, you know what I mean? Like I was young in the faith and, it, and everything I read, I believed. You know, I hadn't even read this yet though. This didn't come until later, okay? But everything I'd read, that I was telling you, the greatest miracle is knowing him, you know? And I said, I'm going to go down there. I did it in faith. I'm going to go down there, whether she, whether they let me in or not. I'm going to go down there. I'm going to visit my sister and pray for her. I love these people, the Carters. They were amazing people. They taught me so much when I was young. So I went and I knocked on the door, and, and Ivan came out, and he's like, Matt, I don't know. She's so sick. And I said, just go ask her. Just go ask. Let me in. I just want to pray with my sister. I was, like, persistent, you know? And I went in, and, they, and she he took me right to her. He, she, he went and asked her. But he came back, he took me right to their bedroom. And she was pretty sick. And I remember getting down next to her by the bed, and I, and I just held her hands, and I just prayed with her. She didn't even want me to hold her hands because she thought I was going to get sick, you know. And I said, no, sister, I just I grabbed her hands, and I just lo I love this lady. I just prayed so hard. And then we got up, and we and Ivan went out, and we were sitting at the kitchen table talking, and his wife got out of bed and came and made us coffee and sat with us. Wow. And the next Sunday she it's was in like church. Like Simon's mother-in-law. And then, like literally, like a week or two later, I read that, and it shocked me. That was the true miracle. Not, not. You know what the true miracle is too? When you when you look at a story like that, it wasn't that she got up and and came and waited on her, any of that stuff. Okay, it was the faith that you had to go and pray with her. It was the faith she had when she heard the prayer from a young man or whatever. You know what I mean? It was, and I'm going to tell you the greatest miracle of it though wasn't even any of that stuff. It was the love that we had for each other and, and so much more love after that, that that we didn't think was possible because of that kind of stuff happening. You know, and I prayed with multiple people over the years and didn't see miracles like that, right? But I still, I'll tell you, the greatest miracle is you get closer to that person because that person knows you love them. Yes. And that's Christianity. That's the true miracle. Yes. Amen? Mm -hmm. But I'll never forget that. Lois Carter, man. She got up and came and made us coffee. Mm -hmm. She died a couple of years ago, but she lived another almost 15 years after that, wow. into her, well into her 90s. Wow, wow. Mm -hmm. And the, the beauty is that God allowed you to see that at the time because mm -hmm. God was already using you to be showing you. Look, yeah. I mean, I was growing in my faith. You were growing, and when I, and yeah, but when I, you yes. know, when you, you know, the true sign of you guys growing in your faith is when you grow in your love for others. Yes. Because that's Christianity. And when you can love others, like really, really just, you know how hard it is in this world to just let go and love somebody? Because of all the stuff and just the way people think and all that stuff nowadays. You know, when I was a kid, it was easy to love somebody. It's not like that anymore. And if you do do it, it's not reciprocated. But it doesn't, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's reciprocated or not. You get it? It's what we're called to. Do do. But I mean, it's true. Oh, it's so good. We get the insults at work. Disrespect, and there you're standing there. You have to love them. Yeah. 
You know, I, that's another story. You yeah. know, I, I worked for people a couple yeah. times in my life, and companies. And they find out you're Christians, they mistreat you on purpose. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> but you live your life the way you're supposed to, and you take the heat for it and everything else. And you know what ends up happening? A lot of those people that are, that used to do that are saved today. Yeah. And they're close friends of mine because... And, and some of them even came after I left the company, and I saw them again later, and they had given their life to Christ. They said, man, if you weren't that person yeah. back then, you know, I, I wouldn't have been the person I am today. That's and you don't even know what you're doing. You're just doing what God called you to do. You love people in spite of who they are or in spite of who you used to be. Amen? So it changes things. That's the true miracle is, is the love Christ had for us and his father had for us when he sent him to die for us. Imagine. That that's a true miracle. You guys, so many people want to see a sign. Yeah. You know, but the only true miracle is Christ. The only sign yeah. that I will give them is the sign of Jonah. That's, I mean, I see it already with me because it's, it was very hard for me to love at work my people. You know, like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is she talking about her husband again? No, or yeah. I mean, I work. You know, because they're rude, they're mean, and, you know, and I was like, you know, back in the day, you know, those times, you walk in, I would leave my problems at the door when I walk into those doors, right? Mm -hmm. I was one of those, like, hey, regardless of what I was going through. But they would constantly come at me, and, I, oh, okay, I got something for you. You know, I was like, that, you know, like nicely, because I killed, I was killing them with kindness, with my words nicely, but I was telling you direct, right? Mm -hmm. Now it's like, okay, you look so beautiful today, and you're okay, you're gonna be alright. How did I do that? But then I caught myself. That's God's love. That's right. He He revealed it to me because the more I read through my word, is the transformation that I have. But He's letting me see it because I go back to my desk and I'm like, <laughs> you know what though? <laughs> you know what though? The same thing's gonna happen though if you stay faithful. Like even even Jacob when we first met and he was talking about like I want to have a Bible study work. I want to do this. I would. Next thing he knows, he's doing those things. Uh, Paul used to tell me, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I, I now now people come in his office, call him the preacher, and, and people have gotten saved. You know, and they have Bible studies sometimes. It's it's just what it is. It'll turn around. And it goes back to they'll that. start to respect you so when that, you stay faithful. Corinthians first thirteen. 13, 13. Uh -huh. The greatest of all is love. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Remember that. And I, and I dwell on that. I don't, I've been dwelling that since you since we started. And now he, I'm like this. What did I do? What did I touch his hand? Oh my god! What did I, I'm like this. Um, <laughs> I'm like, it's gonna be okay. And, and you looked at your hands. Did you notice? Yeah, because I, I cut myself pretty bad today. Oh, the greatest love. Mm -hmm. You did not ask you. Look at, oh my goodness, you better go wash your hands. He's young, he'll be alright. Slight infection, you know. Nothing major. Nothing major at all. Thank you. Okay, so, maybe later. I'll throw you one. All right, so is that all we got on that section? <laughs> I like, I like because it kind of it it continued from the last one too, and because they saw what happened in the synagogue, 
You know, a lot of people in the synagogue, because mm-hmm. um, it said the people were amazed mm-hmm. what he was teaching. And so a lot of people saw him cast out the demon in the synagogue. And so those people went out, and pretty soon you have a whole multitude now. It's just, it's pretty powerful, even though, even though he said, be quiet to the demon, um, they still, they still, you know, they saw a miracle, and they're excited about it. And, hey, my brother's sick, I need to tell him, you know, or whatever. So people were grabbing the multitude's hand. Not yeah. quite faith, faith in what they saw. I was going to say, it wasn't just the faith of the people being healed or the demon-possessed or any of that. It was the faith of also the people who brought them. And the authority they saw him teach with, and it says they were amazed at the authority he spoke with. I have a quick question on the last part that she said. Um, So I think it said that the demons knew who he was, so he didn't allow them to speak. Mm -hmm. Is that God in the Yep. You know why the um you know the the last Tuesday mm-hmm. we talked he talked one of them did speak. Yeah. And he okay. made him be silent because it wasn't his time yet, remember? So he made him be quiet. Didn't work though, because like the next part of the next section we're gonna be in, it doesn't work, trust mm-hmm. me. Not even people can be quiet. Right. Yeah. But understand this, this is something else, a point I wanted to make. It's a different time now. Because he died on that cross for us. He he was buried and he rose again. Amen. So now we want to tell everyone. Yeah, this time had come. Everyone, yeah. Every one of us in this room are here because somebody loved us and invited us and shared him with us. Amen. Every one of us is here for that reason. And that's the way we need to be with everyone around us. Just not everyone's going to come. Maybe it's not the right time. How many times we fall away? How many times somebody tried to share with me and I threw him out of my house or something? You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's not always the right time for people, but we always have to be the people that are sharing. Yeah. And that's part of like planting seeds, right? Yeah, that's, that's, that's seeds. Yeah. yeah. That's that. that yeah. That's a whole parable. Oh, yeah. oh yes, that's what I was going to say earlier when you were saying that. When we just listen to the Holy Spirit because that's what we're doing. We're planting seeds. Right. And like, oh, I heard that a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And they get familiar with it, yeah. and then it just goes on. Not only that, see, it's a seed. So um, if it lands in a good place, even if it doesn't land in a good place, it grows first. Sometimes it grows up and just gets scorched by the sun. Sometimes it's on the path, you know. But sometimes it lands in good soil. So, But either one, either way, it grows up a little bit, and people know what that truth is. Yeah. You understand? So we're, we're, we're planting seeds that are going to grow. But when the, person's, when the person's right, that seed grows a deep root in their life which is Christ and it changes everything. Amen. Yeah. We said, cause you know what those seeds are? They're the character of God. Yes. We're throwing out the character of God in people's lives. And that, that's, that's, that's the only place you're going to find life. So it's going to grow. Yeah. It says seed, which Amen. is Jesus. You get it. So you're throwing out Jesus to everybody. You're throwing out the, 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 like what well, he, what well, he sowed in you. It's, it's, a, it's a spoiler. Yeah, we're gonna get in there. Yeah. Chapter four. You spoiled the, earlier. The cool, the cool <laughs> picture of that too is because, like Jesus, Jesus was one person, right? And okay. so he he taught around uh, around Galilee, and you know traveled around the country, you know the countryside, but could only reach so so you know only so such a big audience. Now, now he's so much bigger. Because he's in you and you and you and you and you. And so now 
Now, that's what he said. He said to the disciples, you'll do greater things than these. Because, because he's in you, and he can reach all the people that you serve, that are surrounding you, because you're shining the light. And that's why we're still here. Now he has a, a bigger mouthpiece. Just imagine if we stayed in step with the Spirit. How many people would come to know him? How many great things would come through your life because you're staying in step with him? Yeah, yeah it goes back to the true miracles being in a relationship with him. Yep. And the wonderful things that happen. A miracle is your new life. And how many people don't when you don't speak? The Bible says we speed is coming either way. Yeah. If we're quiet, we speed is coming because the enemy's at work. And if we speak up, we speed is coming because people come to know him. So who are you going to help? But even on that, that note, even the kids, children, because children are not afraid to stay oh, yeah. quiet. Now I understand yeah. why he always says we should be like little children because yeah. they're not afraid. Jesus loves you. Yeah, they're and their Jesus minds. Jesus loves you. Their yes. minds are ready to receive. Yes. They're trusting. Mm -hmm. They're they're eager to hear it. And when you do, you know what's sad though? I talk to the kids nowadays. I more not little little kids, but more teenagers and stuff and above. Even these guys' age, and and they don't they don't they know nothing. It's because they're raised by the internet. They're being raised outside of outside of That's Christ now. Yeah. When we were kids, we always knew something. A grandma took us, a neighbor, somebody was always talking about it. Yeah. Nowadays, they don't know. But this generation. Yeah. You know what was well, sad about this? I mean, we need to be busy, is what I'm saying. Well, I think a lot of it too is because parents, you know, look at all the enemy now these oh, days. Yeah. I remember growing up, my mom didn't work, my dad did. Right. I was home, dinner, da da da, let's go to, I was tap kissing, da da da, da 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 da. You know, I was raised like that at mm -hmm. home. Right? Now, it's, now the enemy's now got everybody too busy. Too busy, yeah. they have to work or divorcee or, you know, mom and dad has to work. One works during the day, the other one works night because babysitting too expensive. Mm -hmm. They have to share, you know, they got mortgages and, you know, now these days. So what happens? We're tired, here you go, take the phone. We take, allowed it. Yeah, we take allow it, it. Take it even further, you know. Um, where, where two parents are working right. in a household, yes. now somebody else is raising your kids, mm -hmm. and, and it's being put off to the schools, yeah. right? And so look what's happening in the schools. They're being infiltrated by the enemy, and, and they're poisoning the minds. It took over, too. They they took over. You don't have a say yeah. on what they're teaching your yeah. kids. Yeah. So now, now <laughs> your kids are being taught. Bad you love it? You know, it's, be it's sad. It is sad be because and, the and enemy uses this is where it goes downhill. Are, no, it's good stuff. Yeah. I was the, talking about the, the political part. part. <laughs> you see it. That's where you we go take, downhill. You need the warning. Yeah. You know, and 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 recognize it. It's important. You know, I I paid attention to what the kids were being taught in the school, even in the textbooks, and I'm like, okay, that's what this says, but this is what this is what. I say this is what we get. Yeah, your dad was there. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, I fell short too. But, but I mean, we, we need to. We need to. We need, we need to be concerned. We need to be paying attention to what's being taught. And, and if we don't agree with it, you know, then, then, it's, then it's find an alternative. Find, it, find a Christian school or homeschool or do whatever you can 
that that your kids get taught the foundation which is in Christ, not what the world's going to do. It's true. Snatch them away. I, when when uh, me and my wife had our our, ch- our children. Uh, we made a commitment that that I was going to work and she was going to stay home until they were raised. And we had our friends at the time were laughing at us because we didn't have what they had. We couldn't go places they went. We couldn't do stuff because we didn't have the money they had. But we did it that way. And and when Mark, my youngest son, uh, got a car in high school, she went and got a job because she had been wanting to. But we made that commitment. My kids never walked to school. They never. They were always dropped off and picked up and. You know, but we suffered for it because we didn't have what everybody else had. But it was worth it. It was worth it to us. You know. Look at how the enemy keeps in all different tools to keep. You know. Yeah. But that started back in the eighties and nineties, is what I'm saying. Probably before that, even if you talk to older people. Probably, yeah. Yeah, but in my life, and we had to make a commitment. We had to choose. You know, and it was rough. And you got a choice coming up too, buddy. No, I learned from your guys' mistakes. <laughs> He's probably going to be dropping them off at my house. I'm going to be like, punk, come back and get this kid. <laughs> just, be, just be grounded and, and in your word and, and teach them. Because you don't want them to grow up knowing the old you. You want them to grow up. I, I have regrets, lots of regrets. that uh, I, I wish I had stopped doing this or that and my kids didn't have to see it. I'm thankful I gave my life when I did, and, and but but I wish that, that's the only regret really is that I would have came sooner. That I came to Christ sooner. That's my only regret. Yeah. Yeah. I spent a lot of time apologizing to my adult kids <laughs> for their behavior. I'm apologizing. I don't get. It. Remember you said that the last time they got to me. He's too prideful. Yeah, he is. It's okay. When he was talking about mistakes, I was like, don't mention these guys. Say something else. (laughs) I agree. (laughs) You know, the other thing I saw here was with the uh, Simon's mom is immediately she got up and started waiting on them. She didn't sit around, she didn't uh, do anything, especially in that time. That time, the host was supposed to be providing everything. And usually it was the wife or the oldest one of the household um, being the one making everything and providing. Well, she was sick and now she's up. She wants to do these things. She wants to serve and do more than just sit in the bed like she was, or sit down. and. So she was up and she was doing things. And that's the same way with us, is we need to be up and doing things. He saved us from something, so let's get up and do things. Slothfulness is a sin. Yeah. (laughs) Talking about that, we need all the help we can get for the harvest festival. (laughs) Amen. We actually do, though. No joking aside. But God will provide. We prepare the field, and he will bring the workers. The only other thing I seen was um, in the last part there too. We've kind of hit it a little bit, but it's so beautiful that the people got a glimpse of, of who he is, and they they brought everybody to him for healing. Amen. Didn't matter what it is, you know. When I see things like this, it's it's even the demon possession. Even if the demon doesn't physically live in us, he he has to break the chains. 
in our life to keep us from continuing to do things we're doing. You know what I mean? And it's the love of the people that had already seen the miracles that wanted to bring the people they love to be healed. It says they brought all the people, you know? And he healed people, and he drove out demons, and I think that's wonderful. That's the, that's what that's what the church is for, yeah. for us to, to you know bring our loved ones like somebody brought us, and 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 experience Christ in a way that He changes our lives. Amen. That's one of the things I love about the chosen, how it brought out healings, the miracles when Jesus performed them. Mm-hmm. It, it really got into the emotional side of of the people. You know, you first you'd see demon possession, you'd see the torment, and, and then when they were set free, they're just so broken and in gratitude. I mean. You know, how could you even say thank you enough for for being set free from that? You know, um, I, I love how that's brought out, and and you can imagine, you can imagine it. You know, and he healed us now. Back yeah. then, it was the demon spirits, but now people are walking in those churches broken because mm-hmm. yeah. we're broken. I have to tell you something. When I was when I was a drug addict. Um, I never felt like I was possessed, you know, but he healed that. He delivered me from that. And and I was actually possessed by the, by the drug. <clears throat> you know what I mean? And he, he healed that. And that's the same kind of things probably that it isn't just there. We don't always have to see a physical, uh, you know, weirdness about somebody. It's, it's something like that. You know, if you... you they used to call us meth monsters, right? So you understand? Yes. It's like he healed that. How did he take that away? That was crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. You he know? Plucked the root. Now, what I see was that he healed Simon's mother. Mm-hmm. Like he did the miracle so this, the disciples see. At that moment? Oh yeah, yeah. probably. But but they see another miracle. But it was the same. It was yeah. the same as sister. It was the same as the um, as the other people bringing them because the Bible tells us right there. We just read it that the disciples told him about her, so he went in and he healed her. Amen. That's no different today than us praying for each other. Yeah, she does. That's your mini me right there. Mm-hmm. Alright, so we'll go over verse by verse on it. Oh. Okay. What you got? Matthew. What about it? Brings it up. It brings Isaiah to it. Read it. It says in in Matthew at the very end of Matthew, uh, eight fourteen through seventeen. It says. Um, very end of Matthew. It's like, no, that's well, beginning. No, I was talking about the end of this chapter. Sorry, oh. my stupid brain. Um, <laughs> you said what? Eight fourteen. Oh, yeah. Eight fourteen yeah, through yeah. seventeen. That's not even. That's the middle of the chapter. Not even the end. Anyway, I was talking. Sorry. Eight. Fourteen through seventeen. Yeah. We were picking on Jordan. Sorry, you guys, because he was out left field. Go ahead. Um. It's. It's the exact same story. Just know that it's just um, at the end of this small section in verse 17, it um, brings up Isaiah, which is the prophecy, prophecy about this. Um, but I'm going to read the whole thing. It says, when Jesus came 
into Peter's house, he saw Peter's mother-in-law lying in bed with a fever. He touched her hand, and the fever left her, and she got up and began to wait on him. When evening came, many who were demon-possessed were brought to him, and he drove out the spirits with a word and healed all the sick. This was to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet Isaiah. He took up our infirmities and carried our diseases. Amen. That's what I was trying to get out in the beginning with the... That, that there's the what I see in the in, in this section. If you're gonna look at those three things, is I see a lot of hope. Yeah. Because he's starting. Because even the next section goes in. Let's go to another town and do the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know. So he's he's giving the people hope when they're looking for the Messiah. So these people get healed. They go tell other people, and next you know, everyone else is getting hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's everywhere he goes. Yeah. <laughs> By the time he gets there, people already heard about him, too, because people were here and went there. So when he gets there, it's easy for him to like, get his foot in the door. It's like things happening today, you know. Um, people already know about him before they get to where we're at. Same thing. But it's beautiful. He didn't want to stay put. He wanted to go and share more. Yeah, because, like, the rest of this chapter, and I think even the next chapter, it's all about healing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even the next chapter. It's all getting that that foot in the door that Matt was talking about, uh, so people can know who Jesus is. Because if Jesus came and he just died on the cross and no one knew, like we probably don't even know about him today. He would, you know, and then we'd get up there and be like, "Well, I sent my son." And like, where was he? You know. So like, there had to be a following. You know. So this is like the setup from the beginning. We're um, we're we're setting up that faith aspect of it. And there's that hope from these people's eyes that, that people are coming. So, anyone want to read verse 29? So, if they get specifically from that one. We already did that or not? Well, we did the whole section. Right, we did the whole section. We kind of wrecked it, but, yeah. you know, it's all right. We can go on to the next one. No, but yeah. I mean, Anyone want to read uh, 35 to 39? No. Wait, wait, wait. I'm 33. You're 33 still? Yeah. He has something to say on 33. Give him mic. Huh? I don't have one. Mic, 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 mic. Use this one. All of them are wrong, so it's okay. Oh, wait. He's got something to say on 33. Oh, okay. Where's 33? You're like, whoo. Hello. went over my head. I don't think this works. The whole oh. town gathered in at the gathered yeah, so at the door. It's okay. John ten. John ten. Oh, no, it's John Okay, uh, 20, 22, 23, 24. John 10, 22, 23, 24. Yeah, John 10, 22, 23, 24. All right, this is when it, it talks about the demon. He said they knew who he was. Jesus Christ never came out and said, I am Messiah. This is who I am. Mm-hmm. He, he, God gave him the signs, and it actually says, um, these are the signs that God did by him. 
for you guys in signs and wonders, so you guys can know this is the Messiah. This is why the healings took place. That's why they took place. That's why they took place. What he just read in Isaiah, it's a prophecy. And he never came out and told them. They had to believe it. You know, by seeing it, though, it wasn't just like, and then I hear it. it, The main part right here is when it's 20, I'm sorry, 20, where it says, if you're the Messiah, tell us plainly, right? Because he never told them plainly, and the Jews were like, all right, let me read it. And it was Jerusalem, the Feast of Dedication. It was winter. Jesus walked into the temple and the porch. And my phone turned off. <laughs> I don't see that in my Bible. <laughs> All right. And then came the Jews round about him and said to him, How long does thou make us doubt? If thou be the Christ, tell us plainly. Jesus answered them and said, I have told you. My phone turned off. I did, I did tell you, but you do not believe. The miracles I do in my Father's name speak for me. All right, this one said, they bear the, the, the works that I do in my Father's name, they bear the witness of me. This is the witness of who he is. Amen. It's the works. And he says, you don't believe that. It says, but you believe not because you're not my sheep, but they said it to you. Wow. Right, some, some people obviously seen it. They seen what happened. Some people didn't believe. Some people said he was a demon. I think, everyone, doing it. I think everyone sees it. Amen. And, and, and it also goes to eventually to where he's talking to Peter. And he goes, Peter, who do you say I am? He said, you're the Christ, the Son of the living God. And he said, blessed are you because my father revealed to you in heaven and nobody else. Right? So this is where it was all going towards this is the beginning of it. Amen. And that's why that sums it up. You know, honestly, to, to go with what you said, because it's beautiful. Yeah. Awesome. There was more there was more miracles, like physical things you could see, feel and touch in my life when I was younger, when I was a young Christian, than there is now. And I think it's because now I just plainly believe. But back then, it was it was God's way of of showing me, reaffirming, reaffirming. Yeah, He didn't have to show me. I wasn't asking, but it was like I was trusting so much in things. Where now I just blindly trust Him. Right. Do you see what I'm saying? Um, they're probably still happening too. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? It's just, I mean, just, now now I'm just expecting of it. Now you're living it. Yeah. You were, yeah. You were growing in it. You know what I mean? And it's a beautiful thing, but it is that those. A lot of people that I know, uh, because of somebody praying with them and spending time with them and showing them things, that a miracle takes place in their life is when they come to Christ. I've seen that so many times. That's when we come to Christ. It's when something, either something, we've already been hearing it, and a tragedy strikes, and he gets us out of it. Something life-changing. I remember a time when, can I tell this story? Yeah. I remember a time when, when Mike wouldn't listen. Right, he didn't even know me. Oh, is that one? No, don't. But it didn't even matter. You know what I mean? He just wouldn't listen, right? Because he wanted to do his own thing. Right. Well, one day he ended up in trouble. I don't remember. But go ahead. <laughs> you were, you were, you were, in jail. That's what we gotta do. Wait a minute, wait a minute. He went to jail, and he was because of his taps and this and that. And he was looking at them looking at him like he was some big shot or something and he was going to do time by himself like it wasn't going to be good is that the story right no i think it's somebody else no it's mike <laughs> it was old mike <laughs> but you know what was beautiful about it that's what brought him because i saw him across the street and he what did he spend six days less less but he didn't know he thought it was going to be a longer time and this and that but it was like in that six days somebody gave him a book do you remember the book yeah, it was called the power to change. The power to change, and you know what? It was the Bible, but just not with verses and stuff. It was it was a man writing a story about the power to change, but he used the Bible to do it. 
Amen. And the thing I remember from that book is the freedom of letting go of things that hurt you, of the sins that you hold on So I went across, I seen him across the church and I went over and talked to him. And um, that's when there was actually, I was able to communicate at that point. There was, But that was a miracle. That he did something in Mike's life to cause Mike to look towards him. Right? You see the beauty of that? And that's 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 the miracle to me. That's the miracle to me. And then we have we have this Mike today. Amen. Because he's a punk when he was younger, I can tell you no. Amen. Amen. For you things has to happen sometimes just to kinda yeah, but if the seed wasn't planted, yeah. see, it was the seed was already planted there, mm -hmm. and then when when the trouble came, where he had no way out, I mean, he was probably that seed was starting to grow where it should have grew mm -hmm. in the first place. Amen. Mm -hmm. And um, that's beautiful, you know. And then it's like someone told me, "You be kind of thing." That's right. You do. You literally become who you say you are in Christ, mm -hmm. and it's beautiful. Because you, you believe by faith, right? Mm -hmm. And you learn in the scriptures, and then, but you don't know how you're going to react to the, to the stuff that's the band. And then, and then, and then once, that, once it happens, yeah. you have an opportunity to put your faith to the test. And, and, and you find out. Actually, God proves your faith. Yep. Amen. You find out. Yeah. And you, that's when you become stronger. It's yeah. faith to faith to faith to faith. Amen. Yeah. You just become stronger and stronger in your faith. When you, the way, you know when you don't become stronger in your faith is when you take your eyes off of Christ. Ooh, can I share something? Yeah. It's funny. And, um, so today I was washing dishes, right? And, um, There's a bunch at my house. <laughs> I was um, I was just watching dishes and I just felt like the Holy Spirit talking. So he said, "Don't lose sight of me." I lost the sponge and I'm like, "Where'd it go?" I'm like, "I literally just had it. I just barely looked away. Literally, like one mm -hmm. second." I'm like, looking everywhere for it, and that's when I hear, "Don't lose sight of me. Just mm -hmm. me. You're lost." And yeah. I'm like, ooh, right? Like so before I'm looking for the sponge, <laughs> be a sponge before I and hear the last me. part, I'm like, okay, so I just need to just keep going. So I'm like, I already had the washed one, so I turn on the water and I'm, and then when I pick up the cup, it was inside the cup, and that's when I hear the last part. Without me, you're lost, yeah. you know. And I was like, oh my goodness! And then I'm cracking up. My mom's like, why are you laughing? I'm like, nothing, nothing. See, and I'm like, you're silly. See, to me, to me, that's the miracle, yeah. and I, I wouldn't trade that for a winning lottery ticket. Just that moment that's with the Lord. Funny. That didn't happen to me today. Yeah. I was just like, I'm not gonna spend. Like what happened to it? I don't know what happened to it. I'm just gonna keep going. So I'm washing and there it is. And I heard it. I'm excited. I'm lost. I am. She was lost, day, but now she's found. <laughs> the other day, we were at Walmart. I mean, we're going to Walmart and my mom. Normally, I'll drive with my mom, but my mom always drives with me. And um, this lady cusses out my mom. I was like, take the bath, like, mom, leave the cuts, you know? <laughs> she was like, I should have had you drive. And then literally as she says that, the lady said, you have to leave. And I'm like, right. I'm like, boom. And then I'm just like, but for some reason, I didn't, like, I didn't cuss back. I was just like, what does it look like we're doing? And I'm like, and I'm shocked because I'm not, like, 
yeah. crazy those words. You know? And then my heart was beating out of my chest, and I'm like, Mom, I'm bothered. But it's going away. I'm like, Woo! I'm like, this is new to me. Like, there was a reason why I didn't drive today because I'm been a closer to her. And I don't know, maybe I was that strong right now. But I was strong enough to be in the passenger because I think I handled that pretty well. And then I was like, Woo! And then you learning from that, when Jacob? I heard that, I was like, okay. <laughs> So just like that was yesterday, and this was this happened today with the dishes. Yeah. So I was like, man, I'm enjoying this. Those are the <laughs> most those are the most wonderful things of you, and we need to heat them. Yeah. Because when they come from the Lord, they're life changing. Yeah. You know. It's not like we mentioned just not so long ago, faith to faith, so glory yeah. to glory. Yeah. Yeah. Because what happens is, um, like for me, when I trust the Lord in something, and and and. Sometimes it takes a long time, but it doesn't matter because I gave it to him and I didn't take it back. I just trusted him. And then when I see it happening, especially uh, nowadays when I see it in other people's lives, like this young lady called me today, right? And um, I was so proud of her because I was like, man, Lord, thank you. Because there was a time where she told us that she she comes for a while and falls away. Comes from, but this time she's actually seeking him. Mm-hmm. She's she's actually gonna. It's falling on good soil, and um, so for me, uh, praying for her, right? Because she told us that that one night. Remember, she, I don't want to get into detail about your business, but she told yeah. us that night, and I've been praying for her about that because I was that at one time. And I know the harm I did to myself and others because I knew the truth and I just couldn't stop doing what I was doing, you know? And so I started praying and praying and praying for her. And so when she called me today, I was very proud of her. I'm very proud of you because you're you're doing it on your own and you want to know more and you're seeking him. And now, you know, you're going to always hear from him. You're going to start the things I shared with you in the Bible today. He's going to be sharing with you. You just have to keep. That's the faith, the faith. Your faith grows stronger. You become stronger in him. And you trust him more and more and more. The more these things happen, the more you see them happen. You know, it's 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 beautiful. But like I've seen things in my life, you guys, that, that I hope no none of us have to ever go through. They, they used to like tear me apart and bother me. I'd fall back in the world. I'd get all screwed up. I don't do that anymore. It's like she said, it might happen for a moment, but it goes away. Amen. And I mean, hardcore tragedies and it still just goes away in a moment. Why? Because God has a plan and I trust him. You see? And that's faith to faith. You're going stronger and stronger. You become what you say. You be- Years ago, I got I, I, a couple years ago now, I think. I finally listened to one of my messages because I never listened to him. I came back to church the following Sunday and told everybody, I really believe what I say. I didn't know. I'd never heard myself. But I'm listening to myself I'm going, wow, that, that's who I am. But you don't, but you know, you don't even know because you just become your faith. You just become what God's calling you. We're not, I'm not telling you we're perfect. None of us are perfect. But I'm telling you, he makes us better. Not better than somebody else, not better than this or that, but just makes you better. He works with you in your life. Amen. Yeah, amen. Better than your old self. Better than your yeah. old self. Yes. Amen. Yes. The Bible calls it renewing their mind. Mm-hmm. Not like the old ways, not like the old way of thinking. Mm-hmm. Old feelings. Yeah, you know, the feeling part was. The feeling part was. Yeah, I have, you gave me that today, and I was like, I can't understand, but I just want to make sure. I'm, you know, mm-hmm. my mom's burning me, like, Woo! She's like, 
What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, man. I was just like, man. And then she goes, like, get out of my room. <laughs> and you know, you know, I, I told you guys that my first job um, let a lot of people go, you know? So I was kind of concerned. I'm like, I can't be bored. Mm-hmm. I got busy because this girl's wild. <laughs> But I've been using my time to read and just connect with God, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Look, I got a whole different type of excitement somewhere else." Mm-hmm. And I was yeah. like, "I felt that being very much awesome. so where yeah. I am, where I don't belong, you mm-hmm. know." And then being having you, you know, and call somebody up, mm-hmm. it was like totally different. It's not something I can call my old crowd and be like, "Hey, you know what this means in the Bible." And they're like, what? <laughs> you know? <laughs> so it was like, it was amazing. Amen. And it's beautiful when we have those times with them. I'm always reminded of that song in the garden. Oh, so I love that song. It's my favorite song. The chorus says, he walks with me and he talks with me and he tells me I am his own. And the joy we share as we tarry there, none other has ever known. Yeah, because each you know, one of us are intimately yeah. personal with him. Yeah. I used to think, how can no no one else ever know? I mean, everyone, everyone that knows God, that's kind of arrogant to think that no no one else can ever know it. But it's a personal time. And, and no one knows it because no one knows the joy that you're feeling and the emotions you get when you experience God that way. That's... That's that one-on-one personal, and none other can know that same intimate feeling that you have with God. And that's the way God wants to be, one-on-one. Yeah. We're all, one-on-one. when you were saying that, it reminded me we're all individually different. Mm-hmm. And so he can connect with each one of us where we're at. Yeah. And no one hears him the same way. <laughs> what the way Matt, Pastor Matt hears him is different. The way I hear him, different way. But that's the term of who we are. But it's always going to be way. spending time spend, with him. Help to talk to you your way. You yep. understand. Not, yeah, not yeah, you were, I love that story. She needs to be the sponge and take yeah. it all in. Yes. I was just reading in Revelation. It's okay, Matt's right, the dog. Right before he got. <laughs> Right before he got the she revelation, um, he said, it was on the Lord's day, and I was in the Spirit. On the Lord's day, I was in the Spirit. He was he was sitting there spending time with God, quiet time, one-on-one. That's what he meant by in the Spirit. And, and had he not been in that place in the Spirit with him, then he wouldn't have heard the revelation, you know? It's, it's when we shut things off and we get in tune with him and seek him. When you seek me, you'll find me. When you seek me with all your heart. And he was in no fun place when he chose to do that. No, he was in prison yeah. on an island. Uh-huh. Yeah. A, a volcanic island with no, no almost no vegetation. For trying to be boiled alive. Mm-hmm. And, he, and yet he took time to hear from God. Because God, you know what God did? He took him out of himself and brought him to a beautiful place. Where he wrote the revelation. the revelation of Christ. It's beautiful. For two, Daniel. Yep. Second Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have 35, 25 minutes. Let's read the next part. I want to get to the forty. Man, I've been chopping at the bit to share that one. Man with leprosy. Mm-hmm. I have stories on that one. Mm. Yeah. I might have to wait until next week. 35 to 39. 
Do you want me to read it? Do you want me to read it? I'll read it. She decided not to. <laughs> Anybody else? Oh, Matt said. We always hear from the past. He doesn't want me to read. We always hear from the past. We always hear from the past. Okay, I'll read it. What about you back there, Nick? You want to write? You want to read it, Nick? You don't got anything to show? No. We're on what? We're on thirty-five. Mark Mark one thirty-five. It happens. Tell me, I'll read it in German. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, that's gonna be (laughs) that's gonna be a little difficult. Uh, Do pig Latin. <laughs> Remember the Hawaiian one? Yeah. Pig Latin. Let's do this. Let's do that. <laughs> Come on, German girl. Put her on spot now. <laughs> Very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up and left the house and went up to a solitary place where he prayed. Simon and his com- companions. companions went to look for him. And when they found him, they exclaimed, Everyone is looking for you. Jesus replied, Let us go somewhere else to be nearby villages so I can preach there also. That is why I have come. So he traveled through Galilee preaching in the synagogues and driving out demons. Yes. Praise God. Amen. What are you saying, man? Um, so, what's a song that I've heard? Like a place by yourself. Um, I think uh, he wanted to reach as many people as he could, so he didn't want to stay like in one town only and like only preached there, he wanted to reach as many people as he could and be able to speak through them and to them and like drive the demons. Doesn't it blow your mind that he yeah. went to the synagogues to drive the demons out? <laughs> Why were the demons right? in the synagogues? Oh. <laughs> Shouldn't that be the place where you get healed? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's the Jewish, Jewish temples. Jewish temples, actually. Yeah. What are so, you doing? I, I have a question. Go for it. Okay, because I'm, I'm going back and I'm reading and reading it again. In the first paragraph, he says, Before daybreak the next morning, Jesus got up and went out an isolated place to pray. Mm-hmm. Sure. You want I'm trying quiet. to see this part. Quiet time for the... He, He's our Lord, our Messiah, mm-hmm. but he still needed to speak to his father yes. for his faith. Mm-hmm. He was setting the example. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, well, no, he actually was, he actually, uh, it was an example setting, but, but let me tell you something. Now you're hitting You are. He actually, he um, actually never did anything without consulting his father. That's why I was never, talking yeah, about the example. The Bible says he never spoke a word. That he didn't hear his father speak. Mm-hmm. He never, no, Jesus is the prime example of uh, who we're supposed to be, and that's that's beautiful. Yeah. Like what you said, I love that you pointed out because a lot of people when skip you right by that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 He was zero, and so, then there was 12, 1 through 12. So <laughs> the example that, he, that he's setting 
that he sees faith, hope, and love, right? Mm-hmm. Well, that, in that first paragraph, that's what I'm seeing. Yeah. <clears throat> Bingo! <laughs> the reason the reason I kept the reason I keep bringing the the reason I keep bringing this up though is because we need to hear this. Okay, we need to hear this. The reason I keep bringing it up is that he never spoke a word that he didn't hear his father speak or or see his father do. We need, see the problem with us is the boys talked about it on Sunday. The problem with us is we go to him with his with these honeydew list. We know, or these, or these Christmas lists, or you know what I'm saying, or mother-in-law. Yeah, like, yeah. Could you get rid of her? Um, the lottery. The lottery. All these things. All these things. Right. Remember, I told you guys a minute ago. The real miracle is our relationship in Him, with Him. Amen. Is Christ Himself is the real miracle in our life in Him. Amen. But um, the problem with us is we don't listen. That's the problem with us. We don't listen. This young lady heard him. Yes. And she listened. Uh Or did she listen? We got to make sure she does. Amen. (laughs) So, (laughs) that's right. She heard it. Spirit. Mm -hmm. And that because of the faith. Let me tell you guys something. What she experienced, God wants us to experience every day. Amen. And and don't ever ever think that you've gotten so full of experience in him that you don't need to do it anymore. And run off on your own. It's always through him. Mm -hmm. If you run off on your own, you're going to let the world dictate your day and how it goes. Jesus said he he never entrusted himself to man Mm -hmm. because he knew what was in every man. Yep. Understand, and at the time he was man. He didn't even he entrusted himself to his father, not himself. That's where he went to a solitary place and to entrust himself. Every day he spent time with his father to hear from his father, to to be strengthened by his father, to be delivered from 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 things that might have came his way. He 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 knew what his yes was going to be and his no was going to be before he was in the situation. Amen. There's one spot in Luke where it's talking about he spent. The whole night praying, the whole night praying, and then when he then when when he came in the morning, the people were coming to him because there was power coming out of him, and they were running to be touched and healed. And that was right, and, and Luke is right before he gave the the uh, sermon on the mount. Mm-hmm. Can I read something? Yeah, it's Hebrews five seven. Hey, Mike. Wait a minute. Mike, Mike. Hebrews five seven. Mr. Mike, Mike. It goes along when we're talking about why he was uh, basically being Hebrews is after it's uh it's toward uh after Romans. Wait, wait, I want to get there too. Where are we going? I got sidetracked. Hebrews Yeah, before James, after Oh, that's not gonna help you, never mind. Timothy. Hebrews five? Yeah. After Timothy. Five what? Okay. During the days of Jesus' life on earth. Okay. It says, Who in the days of his flesh, right, Jesus Christ? Hebrews 5 7. Who in the days of his flesh, when he had offered up prayers and supplication with strong crying and tears unto him that was able to save him from death, as his father, right? He was heard in that he feared. Though he were a son, he's a son of God, yes, he learned, he, yet he learned obedience by the things which he suffered. And being made perfect, he became the author of eternal salvation unto all that obey him. Called of God, the high priest, in order to become dead. Bam, home run. Yeah. Wow. Uh, the high priest is, is the guy who offers the sins for the people. So, you know, Jesus Christ is, so is known. 
He's like the priest that offers the sins for the people. Like you guys all bring your whatever. No, I paid. In the Old Testament, yeah. In the Old Testament, a priest would go one time a year into the Holy of Holies and offer sacrifices for all the people's sins. It's only one guy, though. Yeah. Picked by God, nobody else can do it. Yeah. If someone, if someone went in there, offering. Offering. Um, if someone went in there and it wasn't that person who was chosen, and they had to be pure too, they have, they had to have a. Well, no, not one is pure, but they had to be but purified. Yeah. Um, they had to do like a ceremony and if they weren't then they would go in there and they would instantly die a, a lot of a lot of what he's talking about is found in Leviticus yep and it's like a, it's a way to it's a physical way to see yourself in a spiritual way to be purified with the Lord that's the way that Leviticus but now what Mike's reading to us is that Christ is that sacrifice. And, and, and he did it once for every, for, every, yeah. for every one of us. When he died on the cross, he died for all of our sins. And his blood world. His blood covers us, amen, the whole world. And, and but back in the day before Christ did that, they would, they would, the high priest would go into the Holy of Holies and make sacrifices for our sins. But that was temporary. It didn't. It never. It never solved anything. It was almost every year. Every almost year every year. The minute the guy left, we were in sin again. No, I'm saying every year they yeah. had to do that same chapter, offer. Chapter yeah. of Hebrews talks into what, what Matt's going. Yeah, but what Mike brought up is beautiful with what we were saying. Right. This yeah. scripture is bomb, Mike. Right, right. Uh, yeah, and like his example was obedience. Even though he was the son of God, and he could have been like, "Hey, my dad owns this place. I can do whatever I want." He wasn't. He was a. Uh, uh, a, a servant to everyone. Yeah. The prime example of that was yeah. the prime example of that was um, when he was tempted in the desert. You know what? Something that blew my mind is when I read it. It tells you when 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 Jesus was praying for his, his death, he said, "If it's possible, let this cup pass from me, but not my will." That was his will. That's right. That mm-hmm. was his will. That the cup passed. But he said, "Not my will. Your will be done." Yeah. Exactly. God's will. Beautiful. There's another part of that that says um, that it, he was in sorrow almost upon onto onto death, and sorrow doesn't kill you. He was talking about sin. He was in so much sorrow that it was almost onto death. Can you imagine? That's where he. That's when he sweat those those drops, drops of blood. blood. He was just so. When I read that, I thought he's not talking about physical death. He's talking about he had to stay pure for us so that he could die for us on that cross. But he had so much sorrow upon him, he almost could have went the other way. You know what I mean? And even like you suffering, still being obedient to God because we are going to suffer. We're called to suffer. It says right here, you just read it through his yeah. suffering. Yeah. He learned obedience. Yeah. Yeah. I could have on the cross just called every one of them out. <laughs> he could have called it. He said it. He said it to... Um, Pontius Pilate, I can call down a legion of angels. You know what it says in Revelations about one angel? He took a sickle, you know those things with the blade you cut the weeds with? Yes. And he swung it and took out a third of the earth. Yes. He could have called down. He could have called. He could have yeah. called down a legion. <laughs> She's like, wait, 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 wait. What was that again? Now? So a sickle. Back in the time of farmers and stuff, they had sickles. And those sickles, they would gather up it's wheat like, and cut like the bottom of the wheat. The grim reaper carrying. Okay. That's what the crew. Yeah, that's what I was getting. You know what? And and Revelation, Revelations talk about how. And he cut a third of the earth out of there. 
Mm-hmm. Tired of the people. Tired of the people in there. Yeah. So think about that for a minute. If he called a legion, yeah. mm, it's over. You have no. It only takes two. He was letting Pontius know that he had no authority over two him. Swipes. He laid down his life for us. Right. Nobody could take his life. He laid it down. Mm-hmm. Nobody could take his life. He laid it down. Amen. You see that? And and what I just scripture I just shared is important to me. It sticks with me. He would never have sinned, you know, because he was. The Messiah. Right. He, he knew what he had to be. He knew what he was there to have to do, but he was still experiencing the things that it takes to do it. Right. He was tempted in every way, and almost on to death, which is almost on to sin, because mm-hmm. he was without sin. He he was life. That's why when he went into the grave, he he rose again. You want to know why? Death couldn't hold life. Right. Exactly. It couldn't hold him. <laughs> it's impossible. Imagine, there was no sin. Couldn't hold it. That's right. But he, um, mm-hmm. yeah. And so the, the rules had to be perfected. <laughs> For real, though, you get it. You see the beauty of it. And then Jesus had the keys. He took the keys of death. That's what he did. Bam. And guess what he did, you guys? He had a bunch of them made and gave them out to you. Because you have the keys to life too. He was the key maker. You just need to share them. <laughs> he's he's the he's the you know the key remember? maker. He just the truth is we have the keys to life too, and that's Christ in us. Yeah. We need to share them. Eleven minutes. Get your prayers in. That was cool, Mike. Thank you. That Hebrew scripture was spot on with what we were talking about. And you want to stay quiet. <laughs> you need to be teaching me. <laughs> That's what makes me see punk, you know. I wanted to I wanted to hit back on what you said. Now you pointed out the uh, uh, that Jesus went out to Sully for Terry Place and prayed, right? Now uh, not everyone points out those scriptures. You know, I think I had to read the gospel like three or four times before I started paying attention to stuff like that. That um, remember, I remember how we go to first kind of first Corinthians thirteen, right? The cult of love chapter. Well, that whole chapter is about action, and that's one of the things that Jesus is showing us how to do here. Because there's an action there, you know, and he spends time with his father all the time. Every every second he he, he makes sure that's what what. Um, Matt. Matt brought up is that he didn't do anything without the Father, right? Mm-hmm. And so Jesus is laying out not only in words but as an action Deeds. a way of us to a way of us to communicate with the Father, right? And it's through prayer, you know, and, and spending time as much as you can with Him, you know. It's through listening. Yes. I mean, we 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 should take everything to God in prayer, yeah. but exactly. it, but it means nothing if we don't listen, right? And, and and a lot of a lot of the times, it, it, we were trying to say it on Sunday, but I don't think we said it as clear. Is that in Ecclesiastes five, it it asks us to uh, not say foolish things, but come to listen, right? So sometimes prayer is you just sitting there and just waiting to hear God, you know. Like even if it's dead silent for a while, you know, it, a lot of it is it, it's getting into that mindset. Yeah, and that's what that's what that's what that uh, thirty five and thirty six are talking about. It is Jesus. He he set that example for us in that action because 
and, and when you pointed out faith, love, and hope, you know, all three of those things, that's what's right there. Right there. I, I yeah. saw it, I, but I thought, I kept looking at it and looking at it, and then I'm like, mm -hmm. When you paid attention, when you pay attention to the small details and stuff, uh -huh. especially in the Word, when it gets revealed to you, that's the important part, is when it gets revealed to you. Yeah. It's not about just paying attention to it, yeah. but when it gets revealed to you, mm -hmm. heed it. So, like, read it over. If you don't get anything from it, read it over again. Because the Lord is trying to show you something. Something different, something new. And I only say that because I've read through Genesis 1. And I've gotten two very different things. And, and the very first one just being the creation of the earth. And then two very different things on top of that. And so, it's small things. where When you start spending time with the Lord, He shares things that go in depth and it goes deeper and deeper each time because he's revealing things that you don't even see the first few times you read it each time it's completely different from the last because that's why it's called the living word because it's the lord living through it teaching you through it yeah, that's how he speaks to you through him in it exactly me and mary jane we have an advantage over you guys though because we learn differently so we have to read it 10 or 15 times yes. to get it <laughs> yes, just to get everyone to Yeah, that, that's called oh, meditating. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When you focus on a certain thing and you go over and over, you sit on it for like. Sometimes I've sat on things yeah. for two weeks and I finally got got what I needed to get from it. Yeah, mine was the um, the uh, wine the wine sacks, putting new wine in old wine oh, sacks. Yes. There's so much more to that than you could ever imagine. Mm -hmm. yeah. So much deeper. Same with the wedding. Uh, when he turned water into wine, so much deeper, so much, it's so much more than what people just, you know, worldly look at it. And I think mine was the Lord of the Sabbath, I am the Lord of the Sabbath, and that one took forever for me to get, but when it clicked, it was like, it was one of those weird things where I'm like, I'm like constantly reading, and then people would ask to share something with me, or... Oh, oh, did you read this in this area over here? And they would say something that's not even about it. And then they'd say one word in whatever they're saying, and then everything just fell into place like a puzzle piece. Because of know? the one word. And then it's like, wow, that all clicked right then and there. And I was studying on it for like two or three weeks, you know, and it just took a... Just took somebody else to say one word and, yeah. and not, not, not even about it. Because I'm just... Yeah, I'm sitting there waiting and listening for something, and then finally—that's um, when it comes to life. Yeah, and, and it's it's gold. It's more than gold. Yeah, gold is just something you sit on. That listens to your obedience because yeah. you were listening and you were being obedient. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The bomb. Uh, I'm glad that you pointed that out because I think that was one of the yeah. things. That was that the, I know we kept reading, but that one was just sticking on me. Like, that's that three three. Yeah. Like, if we were to, like, if I were to, if I were just to focus on, like, those couple verses that we read in that section, because I believe this this whole chapter bleeds into the next one as well. I believe it's, it's a big one teaching, but if you were just to take that little piece, that's the part I feel like would be important in those couple verses. Yeah. You know, is that, because, because it does also say that you got to take the log out of your own eye before you help your brother with the spending his, you know, and that's how you do it. You know, you, 
you sit there and listen, you know, uh, and then then you're ready because you're in tune with the spirit, and then you can help your brother, you know, because you're there, you're there for him in love. You're not there like, hey, you're doing this wrong. You shouldn't be doing it this way. Like, yeah. you know, it, it's you're not there with an way. agenda. Yes. You know, you yeah. know, if we're not sharing, I just read it today, and I gave you guys the scripture already in Jeremiah. Okay. But I, this is something I've shared for years, but I was telling him, I think it came from Jeremiah. I just didn't put it together because I've read through there so many times, you know. But if you're not hearing from God, then you're sharing who you are, right? Mm-hmm. I was talking to this young lady, and she's like having problems in her marriage. And I was talking to her about it. And she said, well, my mom said this, and my mom said that. And she was following her mom's advice. Well, everything her mom was telling her was causing her marriage to fall apart. Mm-hmm. So I asked her. I said, is your mom and dad still together? Oh, no, they divorced years ago. <laughs> you know, mom's on mom's on her third marriage. Wait, 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 wait. And you're going to take advice from mom on keeping your marriage? You know, I'm not telling her to look down on her mom or anything like no. that. Don't do that. No, but but where do you want to seek? Right? So so it's the same. It's the same. Are we going to are we going to take advice from each other or are we going to seek the Lord? And then it's the same thing this way too and you need to hear this part of it, okay? Are we going to give advice from ourselves? No. Or are we going to share what God shared with us to change our lives? You see you see it? How many times do you get some bad advice? Oh, every day. No. <laughs> yeah, don't talk to the pastor. It's the world. Bad advice. Yeah, I'm just the kidding. Be, the best advice that you can give is advice from the Lord. Mm-hmm. You know, and when you spend time with the Lord, that advice just comes out of you. It's it's you Depending on where the person's at, they get mad at you because they don't want to hear what God's word says. But that's okay. Yeah. And, and, and Amen. Time with that's the Lord, actually a blessing. Give advice from ourselves. Yeah. No matter how good, no matter how good you think that advice is, it's from the world. Yeah, You know what I mean? Yes. You know, one time um, I was having trouble with Laura, and my dad told me, he told me, he's like, "What are you doing? Just get a divorce and go live your own life." And right then, in that moment, I knew my dad. Even though he was my dad and I loved him, he couldn't help me in the things of life because his. This way to see things were worldly, and mine is like, no, I have to find the answer, not just run. Right. And, and to them, the answers were like, run. That's the world. But, but, yeah. yeah. It's just a given thing. But God's ways are to build the things back up, you know, to make things um, better than they were, mm-hmm. to make them new. Amen. Amen. So, and that's all right. I still love my dad's dad. Yeah. I just know I can't take his advice. Yeah. I'll give him that's advice. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just divorce her, dad. Get on with your life. That's funny. It's true, though. It's true. Look at Laura's over there. Thank you, God, for not letting him listen to his daddy. <laughs> I'm like, dang it. Why didn't you listen? To <laughs> <laughs> I love that. She's like, I could have been free. Now she's thinking like me. Don't, <laughs> don't you think like me. <laughs> That's something I would have said. Dang it. I like how she got there quicker than I did. I like how it is. Galatians 2 and, and chapter 3. Read it. Oh, I wasn't going to read, read it. it. Okay. Where are we going? Read Galatians it. 3. Oh, right, Man, you're taking yeah. more time than we're supposed to. Yeah, no, 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 don't try to. I'll just write it down. Don't try to, you know. There was problems. 3 what? 3 1. Okay, you, you foolish Galatians. Galatians. You foolish Galatians. 
who has bewitched you? Before your very eyes, Christ was clearly portrayed as crucified. And I would look, like to learn one thing from you. Did you receive the Spirit by observing the law or by believing what you heard? Amen. Are you so foolish after beginning with the Spirit? Are you now trying to attain your goal by human effort? It's like they they learned from Christ, right? Yes. But then, but then when something happened, they fall back into the world like, looking yes. for advice and seeking the world. Their own human like, efforts. Man, Christ is what sets you free, and that's where you need to turn to Christ. Yeah, and Christ's way, just so you guys know, is never the world's way. No. no. It's usually the opposite, and it's hard to do the opposite of what you're used to doing. Yeah. All right, but it's what sets us free, and it's what gives us life. It's like her today, she wanted to cuss that lady out and run her off. Run if she was driving, run her off the road, right? Right. But she didn't. She took another way. And that's good because Sarah, I remember, she flies off real quick. Yeah, she oh. probably was listening to you. <laughs> I was thinking of Angie. <laughs> I gave her fair warning. I was like, I'm good. No, but I think about it. When other people have potty mouths. But think about it. One day, one day that'll happen and it won't even bother you. Yeah. Yes. Because that's, that's where I was God's amazed saying. today. Yeah. I mean, but yesterday I was like, I don't know. Today what happened? I was like, yeah. Like nowadays, you guys, when I'm driving home up the mountain and somebody cuts me off, I only chase them for a little while. <laughs> only for chase, five? I don't chase them all the way up the mountain anymore. I don't even chase them. I, I say what, what Jacob says, it's late for church. <laughs> Not now, you know what it reminded me of? I, I say that. You say that? You can. Oh, they must be trying to get to church or something. Amen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Somebody cuts me out. makes me laugh. So. Somebody cusses me out. This guy's literally cussing me out, giving me the finger and everything, and I'm like, hey, praise God, maybe you won't treat your wife like that when you get home. <laughs> oh, you know what was funny? <laughs> and it was Paul I was talking to. <laughs> no, you know what was funny is right before, no, was before or after surf camp with that one guy? Which one? I don't know what you're talking about. I think it was before. You didn't even say what it was. Before we went to surf camp. Oh, um, I was up at Matt's house and he was um, going to drop me off at the church. And as we're sitting there, we're sitting in the car talking about something. And next thing you know is this guy walks by, walks in front of oh, the yeah. car, and he just flips us off. No, no, no reason to talk to us, didn't say anything. <laughs> but here, here was the funny thing is I'm sitting there, I'm like... Because um, Matt told me, he's like, did that guy just flip us off? And I'm like, I think he did. I started laughing. Like, and then he the looks heck? back, and he does it again. And so I rolled down the window, and I said, God bless you. <laughs> and then he does it a third time. Yeah. And, and he just keeps walking, and I'm just like, let's just pray for that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. But it was funny because, like, in your normal human thinking, you just want to get angry and like, dude, what's this guy? What are you doing? And then act like them. Yeah. And that's not going to change anything. He was waving at you, but only one finger was working. <laughs> I don't believe that. Others were stuck. Yeah, but he's right. There was there was absolutely no reason for it. We didn't say anything. We didn't even know he was walking by until we saw that. But it didn't bother us. We just laughed about it, you know. That's probably why we got the second and third fingers, because we were cracking up. <laughs> yeah. We were cracking up, but then I even I told him, "God bless you," and have. Uh, Back in the day, he'd have been running up that street, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been. I would have jumped out. Let's go. And this one, you gotta watch out for Mary. I know she's chased me around here a few times. <laughs> <laughs>
Matt. Oh, <laughs> did it happen again, Matt? <laughs> that switch, man. <laughs> That's funny. Alright. Anybody want to take um anything? Oh, I'll take some of those sandwiches home. Okay. Good. Right there. Yeah. <laughs> you can already see she's like, yes, please. I'll take some of those sandwiches home. I'll eat them for lunch tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Take some chips. <laughs> what kind of chip Doritos are those? They're the blue. Cool ranch. Yeah, cool ranch. No way I'm touching those things. Yeah. Nobody likes them. Oh, Nobody okay. likes those. Keep your hands off them. Nobody yeah, likes yeah. them. They're terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Things are terrible. They all really are. Right. I do you don't want the whole bag, right? Yeah. The first two series. The oh, spicy nachos. Uh, like regular ones. He likes nasty yeah, stuff. Good. Sweet. Oh, thank you. Sorry. My mind went. Real is in. Our table here. It's like growing. Sarah was in the camp today. She was a great example. Yeah, she was a great example for each and one of us to be a beacon. And she brought a friend. Yeah, yeah. Amen. Is it Martha's your name? Hi, Martha. Nice to have you, Martha. I hope you enjoyed it. My friend Norma. We did pray for her a while back, but I've been reaching out to her ministry to her. Is that the neighbor? No, she's she's one of my co-workers. Okay. She's no longer works with her. We're good friends. You said Norma. Norma. Okay. She's um she's looking for a church finally. So, um, but she lives out in Pomona towards that end. So I did um, Google, and actually, I'm, I uh, gave her my son's church because she's closer to there. So I want to pray that she will show up. She's saying that she will show up on Sunday. Her and her daughter—they're very broken, heartbroken. Yeah. You know the enemy. You know a lot going on. All those. Spirits, yeah, single mom and everything. I just want to pray for her that Amen. she will show up with her daughter. I invited her here, but it's too far because she's out in Pomona. Yeah, Pomona's really far. She is gonna. I I got her connected with my daughter-in-law so she can show up. So Amen. I'm just pray because I've been. She calls me like every day, and we. She goes, Jackie, I can. You know, I was. She called me one day saying, "Oh, her daughter goes. Oh, why did you end up with Jackie so that She's at Bible study. Oh, mom, you should go to Bible study." So then she started calling me, and she goes, "Jackie, I've been listening, praying, and asking God. I'm tired. I'm tired." I goes because you know the enemy has a hold of you. Cut it. Cut it. Her way not working. Yeah, it's not working. Everything is everything is shutting down for her. You know, but she is, and her and her daughter, beautiful people. Just want to pray that she will show us. Amen. And praying for her. Okay. Tell her online too. Yeah. Tell her online. Yeah. 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 Online too, right? Yeah. Yeah. These are online right now. Yeah. You're online. So I tell her. Oh, we probably should have warned you. I love the face. But I know her daughter's 16, so she's looking. You know, one for just them too. So just pray. Yeah. At least get the door in. Yeah. Get to see the planet. Yes. Yes. Oh, uh, my brother does too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, she's closer. She wants to go in physically. She wants to be physically there. That's a, that's a blessing. Because I tell, I tell her that's a distraction. That's uh, for me. I said I, I go could be because she'll start the phone, cooking, whatever. 
get in there, get connected. Amen. So where you can't like, be distracted. Like, yes, get connected with people. Yeah. So they could hold you. That's why Jacob hates the internet. And they hold your hand, and Amen. when you're down, they hold you. Amen. So that's what I tell her. Yeah, we can't come out of the TV and give her but, a hug. Yeah, she needs it. And sure. I did got her connected with my son and my, with my daughter-in-law, because she knows her. <laughs> sure. And I'm hoping that she, her and her daughter shows up. She's just... She's broken okay. in every aspect. So I want to pray for her, Norma. And, um, yeah. Yeah. Anybody else? <laughs> uh, um, I want to pray for myself. Did you hear her? Um, my Herself. My co-worker been saying she, she would get me in at her job, and we paid really, really good. Um, so I gave her my resume. I did my part, and I just hope it, it goes through. You know, if it's not, then... Another door open. Yeah. Amen. Talking about that, you guys. Trust God. Yeah, and I have. Amen. Oh my God. (laughs) We're just going to die out. I'm not bored yet. Like, what's going on? You know, I get kind of nervous here and there, but I've been doing great. And I've been at peace. Praise God. Um, On that note, they're trying to get uh, Cody a G7, which is a promotion. They're working on it today. So, keep that in prayer because she really wants it because she she wants to be a remote eventually and she all these things lead to that so keep that in prayer you could have been already I'm like halfway the they keep telling me oh you're going to be at home all the time and I'm like hey can you come for me um, I'm sorry um, Martha she, um, her hand, That's her cup Oh, yeah, we prayed about that the other day. Yeah, yeah, and, um, just to find a job for her. Okay. Beautiful. Amen. Um, I want to pray for my mom's knee surgery that will, like, go well. And she, she will stay after that, like, a long time ago. And my sister and my dad, I'm not <laughs> that's why you came to that's why you came to America, huh? <laughs> she had to leave a, a country to get away. Yeah, I got the uh, that's awesome. The, 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 the it sounds like old Yeah, kind of. It's like my grandma told me she found it in like a newspaper article and just went right there. That's the one. Yeah, it just went with the, uh, like the birth certificate okay. and asked if she could do that. I wonder if that's a lot like Agnes. It's spelled E L G U N E I S. So it's really just say my mom. Yeah, Tony's mom. Tony's mom. That's what it means. Yeah, it means Tony's mom. Tony's mom. That's a translation. You look that up in the dictionary. Picture over there. Anybody else? That the doctors give me some information on what's going on behind the scenes about me getting my hair and I heard a single thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's getting my physical um, done. All the hoops that give The one hip is a lot better now, huh? I have no pain in this hip. It's the, so you want to get the other one down? Yeah. Waiting to get on the wait list, but they haven't called or anything to 
to put me on there because they actually have to call me and get my consent to put me on that list. So Antoine said his is doing great now. He's got that guy was in so much pain for so long. I know he, when he came here, he didn't even have a cane or anything. With him. So, anyone else? Uh, I guess you can pray for the company I work for. We're getting really, really, really busy. And there's not enough manpower. I don't know if the owner is okay with hiring yet. No. So, it's going to stretch us pretty thin. I think we're going to be working Saturdays. Probably constantly. Your union? Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to get a good union work oh, sometimes. Yeah. Yep, our company would know that. <laughs> the truth. Anybody else? We've had a lot, at least like five yeah. fires recently. Who's? Sorry. You did a lot today, huh? Yeah, last two days. She looked like she's about to fall over. Uh -huh. Good thing you only have to drive. I, I really, I really want to get more than three hours sleep. Yeah. Good thing you only have to drive a block. I know. Oh yes. Well, watch the street one. I will. <laughs> I'll drive. <laughs> I'll drive around. Yeah. Wait, wait. There's a car. <laughs> Jerry, keep, Jerry, I'll keep you awake for those thirty seconds. <laughs> yeah. I want to make it. <laughs> oh yes, yes, yes. All right. I'm ready. All right, everyone ready? Amen. And um, Martha's granddaughter. Okay. What's her name? Samantha. Samantha? Samantha. Yeah. Samantha. 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 No, I can't. What was her name? I'm sorry. Samantha. Samantha. I've seen you eat it. <laughs> I can't. Give me to smack him. I think I can reach that far. <laughs> smack him for me, will you? Oh, wait. I need to stop doing that. I need to show love. <laughs> that was love. Oh. What are you talking about? Yeah. All right. Yeah, right? <laughs> let's, let's, uh, let's pray, you guys. All right. Let's all be in one accord. Dear Heavenly Father, just, uh, Lord, thank you for everything. Thank you for everything you pour out upon us. And I know every prayer I start off with seems to be thanking you first, Lord. But it's important, important to remember what you've done for us and the things you're still doing, Lord. And we just thank you for all of it. All the blessings you poured out, all the grace you've bestowed upon us, Lord, just thank you for it all, Lord. Thank you for your coverage, Lord. And Lord, we just ask your hand over this entire study, Lord. Every person here, every chair in this church, Lord, everything, Lord, we ask that you would fill everything, Lord. Fill it to overflowing vats, Lord, to where we have to have more people just to teach the people that are coming, Lord. Just We just ask that you would you would prepare the harvest in this church, Lord. And most importantly, prepare this church for that harvest, Lord. Amen. If this church isn't prepared, Lord, then you prepare it and you then bring the harvest, Lord. But first off, prepare us, Lord. For, prepare us to be ready for your plans, Lord. And Lord, we ask that you would just 
be with each and every person here, Lord. Whatever we're struggling with or dealing with, Lord, we just ask your coverage and blessings over us, Lord. Just help us, Lord. We always fall short every single day, Lord. And just help us to not stay down, but get back up, Lord. To always get back up. And Lord, we ask your hand over Norma, Lord, as she's looking for a church, Lord. She's seeking you, Lord. And what it says in Matthew, Lord, that those who seek, find. Those who knock, the door will be open. And those who ask will get an answer, Lord. It will be given. So, Lord, we know that she's seeking, Lord. And we ask that you would just have her find. Have her find that perfect church that is she teaching her in the way she needs to hear it, Lord. And they're teaching her the pure word, not anything that she wants to hear, but something she needs to hear, Lord. We just ask that you provide for her, Lord. And Lord, we ask your hand over Sarah, Lord, as she's having a job opportunity, Lord. And we just ask that you would show favor upon her, Lord. If it's your will that she would be there, Lord, and then we ask that you would show favor upon her through the eyes of the managers and the people that are hiring, Lord. Just be with her and everywhere she goes, Lord, and help her to continue to seek you. Just like that sponge, Lord. That was such an amazing little nugget that you gave her, Lord, and she's going to remember that every single day. Just uh, be with her each day, Lord. And if she's meant to have this job, we ask that you would provide, Lord. And Lord, just on that note, be with Cody, Lord, as she's looking to be promoted, Lord. And we just ask that you would pave the way, Lord. Pave the way all the way. If she's meant to be doing remote work, Lord, then pave the way for it all, Lord. You've paid it, paved it so far, and you've helped her get to where she is now, Lord. And we thank you for that, and we ask that you would just be with her. Everything that she does, help her shine your light, Lord. Everywhere she goes, help her speak your word. Help her to understand your word, Lord, and to forgive others, all of it, Lord. Everything you call us to do, help her to see those in her life each and every day, Lord. And everywhere she goes, that she would be showing what you taught her, Lord. And we also ask your hand over Martha, Lord, as she's going, she has pain, Lord, and we just ask that you would heal her father. Heal her hands, heal her feet, heal every body part that's hurting, Lord. Her knee, Lord. Just have your hand over it, Lord. We read that you've healed the paralyzed, you've healed the sick and the blind, and just we ask that you would just have your healing hands over her, Lord. We know that you can heal, and we don't have any doubt that you can't, Lord. Because the same God that did those things in the, those times, that it's the same God now, Lord. So we just ask that you would have your healing hands over her, Lord. And we ask that your hand would be over her granddaughter as well, Lord. Samantha, just be with her with what she's going through, Lord. All I can think of is, you know, the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Jeremiah 29, verse 11. I don't know why it came to mind, but you do, Lord. And we just ask that you would provide for the plans, Lord. Plans not to harm, but to give a hope and a future. 
So, Lord, be with her. Strengthen her. Strengthen each body part that she just had that transplant with. Just be with her, Lord. Strengthen the body. Be with her and help all there there to be no complications with the transplant procedures, Lord, that happen. Help her just to be strengthened and to heal fine, Lord. And we ask your hand over Tony's mom's surgery, Lord, and just be over her entirety, Lord, and help her to seek your hand over her. We just ask that you would lead her and guide her in your words and provide for the needs that are to come, Lord. I remember Jacob getting a hip surgery and he was out of commission for a while, Lord. And knee surgery isn't as painful by what I know, but either way, Lord, she's going to be out of commission for a little while. And we ask that you would just be with her and provide for it, Lord. Provide for those times. Provide for the family, Lord. Show your hand to the family and give your guidance to them, Lord, each and every day. We ask that you would just be with Melissa and her boys, Lord, as they just lost Melissa's boyfriend, Lord. And they expected more time, and the doctor said more time, but they were mistaken, Lord. And we know that these things happen. We know that your plans are not our plans, Lord. And we just ask that your comfort would be over them, Lord, in this time of mourning. Be with them and just strengthen them, Lord. Help them to have peace over what happened, Lord. Over the loss, Lord. And be with my brother's hip replacement um, being put on the list, Lord. We just ask that you would just have your favor upon him, Lord. You provide, Lord. We don't want anything but your provision, Lord. And if you're not going to be in it, Lord, then you make a way. You, you show him where he's supposed to be, Lord. Do what he's supposed to do. You know, Lord. And we ask that your hand will be over Jacob Ruthio's company, Lord, as things are getting busy, Lord. And if it's from you, then we ask that you would provide those people, Lord. Provide the workers. You know what's happening, and you know where Jacob is supposed to be, Lord. And we know that if he's supposed to be working on Saturdays too, Lord, that you would just be with him each and every day. Cause more and more Bible studies to pop up, Lord, and more and more people asking questions. Provide, Lord. Provide for each and every moment. Help him to have more people to speak to, Lord, because that is your will. That we would speak to everybody, not just to one person or two people. Help us just to do so, Father, and help him to do so through his company, Lord. And Lord, we ask your hand over Sarah's mom, Lord. Just be with her. Help her to have strength, Lord. Remove all pain, Lord. We ask that you would just have your provision over her, Lord. Provide the strength she needs, Lord, each and every day. And the peace over her body, Lord, as, as she's having pain, Lord. Just remove all of it. Help her to walk perfectly and have no pain in her hands, Lord. We, this is what we ask, but we also know your will is in ours, Lord. Your will be done, Lord. 
in all these prayer requests. Your will be done. We just ask that you would just keep us safe as we go home. Help us leave this place and keep your thoughts in our minds, Lord. And what we read, just help it just stick with us, written in our hearts, Lord. Help us not to fall astray. Help us to be with you, Lord. And we ask these things in your name. In Jesus' name we say, amen. amen.